Take a piece of America back. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Hamas. Today is the 8th of September, 2021. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you're all doing well out there, staying sane through these very insane times. So today being the 8th of September means it's pretty close to September 11th, that infamous day. And it just got me thinking about Everything that took place that day and all of the repercussions and uh, the things that resulted from that event that took place 20 years ago now. Seems like so long ago. So much has has happened since then. And 9-11 was really the jump off point. It was the kickoff to this revolution that we're living through. Uh, COVID-19 is the next phase of that revolution. There, there couldn't be a COVID-19 without 9-11. In a way, in a way. I mean, obviously there could be pandemics without terrorist attacks. But you know what I'm saying. It was, it, 9-11 prepared us for what's happening right now. It, it, it set the stage. It got everyone all terrified. And it justified the government coming through and taking away all of these freedoms and these rights that we once had especially the right to privacy. Um, After 9-11, they did the Patriot Act, where it justified the government spying on anybody at any time under the guise of protecting us from terrorism, insinuating that any person in America or anywhere else could possibly be a terrorist and could be plotting the next 9-11 type of attack. Of course, if you've done any research into 9-11, other than what you find in the mainstream media, you'll find that there are so many holes and so much that is left unexplained about what happened on September 11th, 2001. Of course, the official narrative is that some hijackers who were trained somewhere in Afghanistan... uh, under Osama bin Laden, somehow got past the most advanced and best military to ever be on the face of this planet. They got right past it, right past it, and uh, hijacked these airplanes and flew them with unbelievable precision right into the World Trade Center complex in Manhattan, New York City. And after these two planes hit these two towers, seven buildings collapsed into their own footprint without hardly damaging any of the surrounding buildings. If you've been to Manhattan, you'd know that it's an extremely dense area. Gigantic buildings everywhere, almost built on top of one another. So the fact that these things fell perfectly right into their own footprint, into their own foundation, without damaging, hardly damaging any of the surrounding buildings, it's pretty miraculous, right? And it also didn't damage the bathtub beneath the World Trade Center complex. The bathtub was part of the foundation 
that made it so the Hudson River didn't flow into into the buildings, into the basements of the buildings. And there was a whole subway system that runs under that and still does. Anyways, it's completely impossible what the official narrative tells us, but 9-11 was so much more than just some some terrorist attack. We know that Osama bin Laden didn't really do it. We could go into the bin Laden family themselves and their ties with with the Bushes. And of course, George Bush was president during that time. George Bush Sr. was actually meeting with members of the bin Laden family on 9-11. Like, what, what the hell? I mean, this is just, it's just crazy that, that these, these connections exist and uh, there's still people out there who believe the official narrative. Of course, I don't think they're aware of this. Uh, the bin Laden family actually loaned George Bush Jr. money to start his first oil company. They gave him like a million dollars or something. Um, there's pictures of Osama bin Laden and George Bush when they were babies hanging out together. The bin Laden family is a very rich and powerful Middle Eastern family, and they have businesses in, in all different sectors, but their their biggest business would be in uh, the real estate sector. So um, billionaire family, this guy in the bin Laden family just decides to go rogue, decides he hates America and is going to attack us. Of course, he used to be a CIA asset in the 80s. The CIA trained him, and uh, his alias was Tim Osman. Osama bin Laden's name was. And uh, they they trained him, the Mujahideen is what it was called, back in Afghanistan, because back then, Afghanistan was fighting the Soviet Union. And uh, stupid people will say, well, the... The enemy of your enemy is your friend, and and that's justified that we trained Osama bin Laden, and then, and then uh, something happened, and he turned around and got us, and it's it's just nothing makes sense about nine eleven, and there's so many blatant like things that just don't line up, and there's been hundreds, maybe thousands of books written about this subject. So many people have talked about it, and uh, where has it gotten us? Has anybody has anybody seen any consequences? Has anyone gone to jail? Is there any sort of mass awakening? Are we overthrowing the government? None of this stuff is happening. And it's never going to happen. It's because 9-11 was, it was a PSYOP. It was a psychological operation, and it was executed very, very effectively. Leading up to 9-11, there was all of this propaganda, all of this predictive programming in the movies and television that is given to us to mind control us. It isn't just for your entertainment. It's to mind control you. It's to get you ready for this system that they are building behind the scenes. They have to condition your mind to accept it. If they do it too abruptly and too quickly, people will be resistant to it. But if you do it gradually over time, and if you slip things in to the to the popular mind, into the subconsciouses of the population, then uh, things go pretty smoothly. And you saw this happening with with uh, the lead-up to 9-11. And there, there used to be a lot of videos you could find on YouTube that would show the, the 9-11 predictive programming in movies, like uh, you would see shit in the the Matrix, 
There was weird stuff like his birthday was on 9-11 or something when you look on his passport. Uh, there was something in Terminator. I think it was the second Terminator where um, it was like watch out for 9-11 and it was some sign there. There was a bunch of stuff from Back to the Future. There was things from all kinds of cartoons like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And you used to be able to find this stuff back in the early days of YouTube. But now since then, everything like that has been removed. You can't even have a platform on YouTube unless you're part of the beast system, unless you're uh, promoting their narrative or you're very, very careful about what you say. But the minute you speak out or or you go against the grain in any way on YouTube, you're you're just out of there. So now, you know, a lot of that stuff has been backed up as, and is on different platforms. You could find them on places like BitChute and stuff, but... The point I'm getting at is it took a lot of preparation to make it so the 9-11 narrative was believable. And it was like as soon as the towers were attacked, the people on the news were saying it was Osama bin Laden. Like there was no investigation. Nothing was going on. They're just like, oh, Osama bin Laden. Let's go get him. And then George Bush came on TV and he said that whoever did this was going to have to pay and we were going to go and get them. And uh, everyone was pissed off and ready to fight. And we wanted to attack these people who attacked our country. So uh, there was little resistance for the invasion of Afghanistan, even though, you know, we don't even know. You know, supposedly some of these guys were from Saudi Arabia. And that's if you believe the official hijacker story or even that there were planes, which I don't necessarily believe any of those things. And uh, there, there was so there's that's another thing. There's so many different theories about what happened on 9-11. Like, was it thermite? Was it nanothermite? Was it some sort of mini nuclear bombs? Was it, uh, you know, what could it have been? There's, there's all these, all these different groups came out. And they had conflicting explanations for what happened on 9-11. And this is a disinformation tactic. This is something that they do. And uh, this is like training they have in the military to to muddy the waters and to make it so people never get to the truth because there's so many different explanations and you don't know what to believe. So eventually you just get sick of it and you just give up. You give up trying to find the truth. And this is a disinformation tactic that is taught in like the Pentagon mind control booklets. So you saw that with like the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. There's all kinds of different groups that came out that said they were gonna, you know, that they know the truth behind 9-11. And all this did was like stop any legitimate investigation because there was no consensus. We did we never knew. In my opinion, the most the the explanation that makes the most sense was what Dr. Judy Wood wrote about in her book, Where Did the Towers Go? Uh, basically, what she gets at through that book is that it was some sort of directed energy weapon attack. And if you read this book and you understand, you know, what where we're at with technology, you'd come to the same conclusion because there was so much, just a lot of evidence of that. The towers pretty much disappeared into nothing. They turned into dust, like, immediately. And how how does that happen? How do buildings just turn into dust? They were, like, vaporized. She uses the term dustified. There were a bunch of vehicles that were made to levitate and flip over and melted like blocks away 
but it was only the metal on them that was melted. And these are field effects that you find from electromagnetic radiation. And it was similar to experiments that a Canadian scientist by the name of John Hutchinson did uh, leading up to this. This guy, he's a trip. Now he's like a transvestite or a transgender or crossdresser or something. Uh, but he, he was this really intelligent scientist and he's still alive. And he was trying to recreate some of Nikola Tesla's experiments. And he would go to like old Navy shipyards and get their old electromagnetic radio equipment. This this crazy equipment that only the military had. But he would go buy it secondhand and just do these weird experiments in his garage. And there, there's all these videos online that you could find of his experiments. And he would take like a steel wrench and it would he would cause it to levitate and twist and like like fucking tear itself apart it's very strange stuff and it was all through electromagnetic radiation and just these weird beams of invisible energy and uh what dr judy wood gets at and she's incredibly well qualified to to uh do this investigation she's like it's right up her alley uh she she decided that that's most likely, I mean, pretty almost indisputable what happened at the World Trade Center complex. But regardless of that, whatever happened, we know it isn't what they said happened. And it is very clearly a lie what the government is telling us. And if you look at things from that perspective and you realize that they can blow up the biggest towers in the United States of America, kill thousands of people use that as a justification to invade the Middle East and kill millions of people, spend trillions of dollars, and uh, nobody questions it. And every year, every, every time on the anniversary, when the anniversary of 9-11 rolls around, we just stand up and salute the flag and uh, no one questions anything. So look at where we're at right now with COVID-19. And, and everything that's taking place. We're officially in phase two of the operation. Do you really think that people are going to see through this? I hope so. I hope so. But but looking back at what happened on 9-11, we don't have a very good track record of uh, seeing through the BS. Try not to cuss so much on this one. I'm going to play a song here by uh, Immortal Technique called Bin Laden. Bin Laden. And then I'll be back. Hope you don't mind my neighbor's dog barking the whole time. Check it out. Moral technique, Bin Laden. Man, you hear this bullshit they be talking? Every day, man, it's like these motherfuckers is just like professional liars, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Listen. Bin Laden didn't blow up the projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Push knock down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Push knock down the tower. Tell the truth. Let's 
no allegiance, nigga, fuck the president's speeches I'm baptized by America and covered in leeches The dirty water that bleaches your soul and your facial features Drowning you in propaganda that they spit through the speakers And if you speak about the evil that the government does The Patriot Act to track you to the type of your blood They try to frame you and say you was trying to sell drugs And throw a federal indictment on niggas to show you love This shit is run by fake Christians, fake politicians Look at their mansions and look at the conditions you live in All they talk about is terrorism on television They tell you to listen, but they don't really tell you their mission They funded Al-Qaeda, and now they blame the Muslim religion Even though Bin Laden was a CIA tactician They gave him billions of dollars, and they funded his purpose Fahrenheit 9-11, that's just scratching the surface Bin Laden didn't blow up the projects It was your nigga, tell the truth nigga Bush knocked down the tower Tell the truth nigga Bush knocked down the tower Tell the truth Rebels in Iraq still fight for Saddam, but that's bullshit. I show you why it's totally wrong. Cause if another country invaded the hood tonight, it'll be warfare through Harlem and Washington Heights. I wouldn't be fighting for Bush or white America's dream. I'd be fighting for my people's survival and self-esteem. I wouldn't fight for racist churches from the south, my nigga. I'd be fighting to keep the occupation out, my nigga. You ever clock someone who talk shit or look at you wrong? Imagine if they shot at you and was raping your moms. And of course Saddam Hussein had chemical weapons, we sold them that shit after Ronald Reagan's election, mercenary contractors fighting a new era, corporate military banking off the war on terror, they controlling the ghetto with the fear of attack, trying to distract the fact that they engineering the crack, so I'm strapped like Lee Malvo holding a sniper rifle, these bullets are touch your kids, and I don't mean like Michael, your body be sent to the morgue, stripped down and recycled, I fire on house niggas that support you and like you, cause innocent people get murdered in the struggle daily, and poor people never get shot. Shit and struggle daily. This ain't no alien conspiracy theory. This shit is real. Written on a dollar underneath the Masonic seal. I don't rap for dead presidents. I'd rather see the president dead. It's never been said, but I said precedence. Bin Laden blow up the projects. It was your nigga. Tell the truth, nigga. Bush knocked down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Bush knocked down the tower. Tell the truth, nigga. Bin Laden blow up the projects. It was your nigga. They meant to hit Shady Records. There you have it. Ay, ay, ay. So, after 9-11, do you remember 9-11? I do. I remember being a little kid. I was like nine years old. My dad woke me up out of bed and then... uh Went over to the TV and watched what was happening. Watched these two giant towers smoking and fuming and and on fire. Now I look back and realize that these were some weird fires that don't really make sense. After reading Where Did the Towers Go? But I didn't know. Back then, uh, I thought it was cool. I remember saying that. My dad was like, no, it's not cool. I remember going to school that morning. I remember... Just a weird vibe. Weird vibes going around. Everyone's scared. Everyone looking for revenge and retribution. And then, uh, yeah, George Bush decides we're going to invade Afghanistan. And then like a year or two later, he's like, yeah, we're going to go into Iraq. And uh, why are we going into Iraq? 
you know, Saddam Hussein didn't have anything to do with with the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And uh, years later, when he was asked that question, he's like, well, I didn't say he had anything to do with it. He's just a bad guy. (laughs) So that's all it takes. And it's funny, you know, um, Saddam Hussein was a bad guy. I don't think Bush and Obama or Trump were any better, but um, but Bush and Obama killed like 10 to 20 times more people than Saddam Hussein killed with their Operation Iraqi Freedom, <laughs> as the war in Iraq was called initially. It killed millions of people. And, uh, you know, that's your freedom for you. That's your American diplomacy fighting for freedom. So it's just insane, and it's absolutely insane that anyone would sign up to be in the military, given the track record of what's been going on the past couple decades. It's just such blatant, just bullshit, man. It's like, how do you believe this stuff? And it sucks that people get brainwashed into fighting these wars, and, uh, you know, no one comes out of it any better. They manipulate you to join the army, to join the Marines, Air Force, whatever. Maybe you'll get a good job in there. Maybe you won't see any action. But for the people who do have to go fight, it's a messed up thing, man. You'll get post-traumatic stress disorder. Some people got that. You know, you could go back to the first Gulf War and the Gulf War syndrome. People were all messed up after coming back from that and the government didn't give them any help. They never do. Same thing with what happened after Vietnam. So it's just... uh. I don't know. It's just crazy that this event took place in history. There's still been no justice for the real perpetrators of this crime. People like George Bush, people like Rudy Giuliani, Donald Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney. The the list goes on and on. All of these people from these big defense contractors who made billions and billions of dollars off of this. And, uh, you know, all the other people in the government, like, dude, no one's exposing it. Everyone's going along with it. They know not to question it. All the senators and congressmen and governors and all these people who who pretend like we live in a legitimate system, like our vote matters, like something is going to change, you know, like, like, like any of this is justified and real. It's just what a sick world we live in. So regardless of that, we all know what happened. We've been alive. We, we see what happened. The Middle East is a shit show. And, uh, you know, just getting out of Afghanistan. Been there for 20 years and what happened? All we did was replace the Taliban with the Taliban. And made these drug companies billions and billions of dollars from all the heroin we got from there. All of the opium. And created an opium epidemic back here as well. You know, I'm I'm sure you know somebody who is... uh, become addicted to heroin, maybe died from it. I know a bunch of people. It's huge over here. It's huge everywhere in America. So nothing good has 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 come of this. Absolutely nothing. And people are so ignorant that they would I don't know, how could you support our troops when uh when this is what's happening? I know it's not their fault. I know they're just following orders, but when do we when do we begin to uh acknowledge things for what they are? I don't know. So 9-11 was part of a bigger plan, though. This It wasn't just some, some random attack done by terrorists. No, this was part of a plan. They needed a justification to invade the Middle East and to take away 
the freedoms from the American people so they can go toward more towards this new world order, this new one world government system that has been in the works for a very long time, for centuries. Before 9-11, this, there was this group of uh, neoconservatives that came together in Washington, D.C. It was a Washington, D.C. think tank by the name of the Project for the New American Century. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who, who later had a, a high position, I think he was like the defense dude under uh, George Bush. I think Dick Cheney was in it as well. And a bunch of other people that, that uh, came to have high-level positions in the Bush administration. After the the very disputed election between George Bush and Al Gore that came down to a decision in Florida where George Bush's brother, Jeb Bush, was governor. And and then, you know, it was like neck and neck. And uh, George Bush ended up winning, you know, thanks to his brother. And, of course, Al Gore went on to serve his purpose for the system, too, by promoting all of the climate change nonsense. And, you know, it's one big club and you're not in it. Uh, anyway, so the Project for the New American Century, it was this group that came together and basically what they said was, we got to invade all of these countries in the Middle East. And, uh, you know, Iraq was on the list, Afghanistan, Syria, Pakistan, Yemen, um, a bunch of these countries which we've now invaded or bombed or, you know, blown to smithereens, taken over and, and, uh, some some that we haven't gotten to quite yet as as soon as we would have liked to like Iran cuz they actually have a pretty formidable fighting force over there so uh right after George Bush gets elected he puts all of these people in power from the PNAC group the project for the new american century and Donald Rumsfeld goes up there and talks about how in order to do to, to carry out this plan that they've come up with, with for the project for the new American century. He says they need some sort of new Pearl Harbor type event. And sure enough, right after that, 9-11 happens and they get their Pearl Harbor event and that justifies the invasion of the Middle East. And in addition to that, as I said before, there was all of these this new legislation that that came about in the United States as well that never would have been able to have gotten through without 9-11 taking place, like the Patriot Act. Now, fast forward to what's happening right now with COVID-19. COVID-19 is phase two of this operation. About, you know, about 20 years later, makes sense. Because what we're living through right now, the, the 21st century, we're living through Agenda 21. It's all written down what they want to do. But they need to have the right events in place in order to justify what they do. They can't just do it. We'd be like, what the hell, you know? So they need to have these uh, these false flags, the these events that they create themselves. It's the Hegelian dialectic. You create the problem. You get a reaction from the people so you can implement the solution that you wanted to do all along. Now, what we're seeing with, with COVID-19, I mean, we've been talking about it all year. It's pretty obvious what's going on. They, they say that there's this uh, big virus that's going to kill everybody. And now, the big thing now is, is uh, the vaccine. Everybody has to get the vaccine. But we know that they're lying about the numbers. 
We know that the flu disappeared. There's been no flu deaths when usually there's hundreds of thousands. We know that there's other treatments for COVID-19. We know that hydroxychloroquine exists, ivermectin combined with zinc. There's all these different treatments that doctors have done. There's peer-reviewed studies, but it's all just thrown out by the media. It's, it's, people say it's ridiculous. Uh, Joe Rogan comes out multimillionaire, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. He has the best access to the best medical care in the world. And what they told him to do was hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and boom, he was, he was good within a couple of days. But the media just ridicules him and, and says he's a lunatic because you can't do anything but promote the vaccine. And why is that? Why do they want everybody to get this vaccine? Now, if you were to study things like nanotechnology and where we are at with technology, with mind control technology in particular, because you have to realize that this whole system, everything that's taking place, these false flag events, these, uh, you know, the media manipulation, the scare tactics, the fear porn, the propaganda that we're seeing day after day in the news, on your social media feed, this is all mind control. That's all it's ever been. The word government actually translates to mind control. It comes from two Latin roots, one of them being gubernare, I think it is, which means to control, and the other mente, which is the mind. And that's what government has always been. They create this spectacle. They dress up in these suits to look respectable. They uh, they look very official. Uh, many of them, uh, you know, they got a nice smile and, and they speak very proper and they seem so prestigious. But it's all just an act. They're just human beings just like you or I. They're, they're no different from anyone. But they put on this act to make it seem like they're somehow part of this, this elevated section of society that, that knows what's good for you. And it's always been like that. It's the same thing that kings and queens did back in the day. It's the same thing that they did back in ancient Greece, ancient Rome, ancient Egypt. It's just updated and we have new technology and, and uh, new methods of mind control. And when you look into things like nanotechnology and things that people like the guys at DARPA are into, the, the branch of the Pentagon, that's the research agency, you realize that where we are is these microscopic little robots that can actually be injected into your body. And then they could be programmed to go to any, any part of your body. They can be programmed to go to your eyes. And you'll see in uh, like science magazines how every once in a while they'll say that somebody, these scientists at MIT or something, came up with this uh, new nanotechnology that's going to help allow blind people to see or deaf people to hear. And uh, they'll go into the, to the way this works. These robots go into your body and uh, some sort of electromagnetic field is, is um, exposed to them and it's just like, they're like remote controlled little things that swim around your body and then go to the right area and then they do their thing. And uh, let me read to you something I came across that's just kind of interesting. Now, I'm not saying this is what the, uh, what the vaccine is, but given the history 
of the the people who are telling us to take this, the goals that they have, mind control over the public, depopulation, and this is fact. I mean, this isn't something I'm just making up. This is what you can read in their own books. You know, given that that exists, is it so far-fetched to to think that maybe they might want to slip something like this into one of our mandatory inoculations that they want us to get? This is something from nature.com. This is a, this is a, uh, what is this called? It's a patent. You know, it's, it's, uh, and it's from June 8th, 2015. It is called Syringe Injectable Electronics. And it was done by a bunch of Chinese people, it looks like. Chinese names. Ji Lu, Tian Ming Fu, Zengu Chang. Bunch of Chinese people. And uh, I'm going to read this to you. It's very scientific and hard to understand, but basically, this is uh, injectable robots that go into you and they swim through your body and go wherever wherever they're told to go. It's like this web of nanotechnology little robots that can go through your blood and then coat your brain. And this is the same type of technology that Elon Musk is t- talking about with Neuralink. And uh, it's kind of coming more into the mainstream right now. Of course, it's for your own good. It's only to make you more intelligent and uh, to help you. No, it's transhumanism. It's for your own good. But uh, this is the abstract from it, the syringe injectable electronics. Seamless and minimally invasive three-dimensional interpenetration of electronics with artificial or natural structures could allow for continuous monitoring for continuous monitoring and manipulation of their properties. Meaning, once these uh, little, this little robot blanket, this microscopic robot blanket <laughs> gets uh, enmeshed in your brain or on your heart or in your eyes, it can continually monitor that and manipulate it as well. So imagine if this gets, uh, you know, they put this in your eyes. They can see everything that you see. This is where we're at with technology. It's it's mind-boggling to like realize that and to realize that dude, this is going down. If it's not now, it'll be soon. Flexible electronics provides a mean for conforming electronics to non-planar surface surfaces. Yet targeted delivery of flexible electronics to internal regions remains difficult. Here we overcome this challenge by demonstrating the syringe injection and subsequent unfolding of sub-micrometer-thick, centimeter-scale, macroporous mesh electronics through needles with a diameter as small as 100, I think that's micrometers, UM. Uh, Our results show that electronic components can be injected into man-made and biological cavities, as well as dense gels and tissues with greater than 90% device yield. We demonstrate several applications of syringe injectable electronics as a general approach for interpenetrating flexible electronics with three-dimensional structures, including monitoring internal mechanical strains in polymer cavities, tight integration, and low chronic immunoreactivity with several distinct regions of the brain, and in vivo multiplexed neural recording. Neural recording, that means recording your brainwaves. That means reading your thoughts through an injectable electronic from a syringe. <laughs> Crazy, right? Just a conspiracy theory. This is uh, 
six years old now, so. And that's just what's in the public domain. So, um, dude, it's crazy. We're just living in some crazy times. These are the ended days. Let's listen to some Vinny Paz. I need a break. Vinny Paz and Block McCloud, ended days. Produced by the greatest form of control Mr. Green. is where you think you're free when you're being fundamentally manipulated and dictated. One form of dictatorship is being in a prison cell and you can see the bars and touch it. The other one is sitting in a prison cell but you can't see the bars you think you're free. What the human race is suffering from is mass hypnosis. We are being hypnotized by people like this. News readers, politicians, teachers, lecturers. We are in a country and in a world that is being run by unbelievably sick people. The chasm between what we're told is going on and what is really going on is absolutely enormous. It's like we all know what's going down but no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave. These motherfuckers, they controlling us now and no one's talking about how they made us try to be slaves. And everybody's just walking around heading the clouds who won't awaken to a dead in the grave. But then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end of day Everybody is slaves, only some are aware That the government releasing poison in the air That's the reason I collect so many guns in my lair I ain't never caught slipping, never underprepared Yeah, they shade sign on me, they just break it proudly George Bush, the grandson of Alistair Crowley They want you to believe a lot of the enemy Saudi The enemy ain't Saudi, the enemy around me It's fluoride in the water, but nobody know that It's also a prominent Ingredient Prozac For real? How could any government bestow that Upon people who believe in political throwback That's not all that I'm here to present you I know about the Black Pope and Solomon's Temple Yeah About the Vatican assassins and how they will get you And how they clone Barack Hussein Obama in a test tube It's like we all know what's going down But no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave These motherfuckers they controlling us now And no one's talking about how they made us fight and be slaves And everybody's just walking around Head in the clouds I wanna wake up to a dead in the grave but then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end Whoever of built the pyramids had knowledge of electrical power And you know that that's the information that they suppress and devour Who you sick the motherfuckers that crashed in the tower Who you sick that made it turn into ash in an hour The same ones that invaded your own The ones that never told you about the skeletons on the moon Yeah, the ones that poison all the food you consume The ones that never told you about the Mount Vesuvius tombs The bird flu is a lie, the swan flu is a lie Why would that even come as a surprise, yeah, the polio vaccine made you die, it caused cancer and it cost a lot of people their lives, do y'all know about Bohemian Grove, how the world leaders sacrifice the children in robes, Lucifer is God in the public school system, I suggest you open up your ears and you listen, listen. it's like we all know what's going down, but no one's saying shit what happened to the home of the brave, these motherfuckers they controlling us now, and no one's talking about how they made us fight and be slaves, and everybody's just walking around, heading the clouds I wanna wake up to a dead in the grave By then it's too late, we need to be ready to raise up Welcome to the end of day The greatest hypnotist on planet Earth is a oblong box in the corner of the room It is constantly telling us what to believe is real If you can persuade them that what they see with their eyes is what there is to see because they'll laugh in the face of an explanation that portrays the bigger picture of what's happening. And they have. 
Dang. That's a crazy song. That's a really good song. Ah, yeah. Where were we? Talking about the crazy world that we live in. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I need better adjectives. You notice that? I mean, you got some people don't have very good adjectives anymore. It seemed like back in the day, people had such cool words to describe stuff. Now everything's just crazy or dope. Sick. It isn't uh, fantastic or uh, phenomenal. Miraculous. So, almost the anniversary of 9-11. You know what's strange? In uh, I live in the capital of Nevada, Carson City. And some years ago, they brought a piece of the World Trade Center to Carson City. I think they did it. I think they brought it to each capital of each state. Um... But it's weird. It's like there's like a part of this beam, this eye beam. It's all like twisted up. And uh, I look at it, it kind of looks like some directed energy weapon effects. But it's just so strange. And it has a uh, little um, like marble rectangles that are supposed to signify the towers. And then it has the date and time that um, each plane supposedly struck each tower. I have this book called uh, The Most Dangerous Book in the World. If you're interested, check it out. It's about it's about some of the more occult aspects of 9-11. And uh, he gets into explaining how it was like an occult ritual, like with the architecture and with the timing. It was It's such a strange book. And then there's so many books like this, too, that get into... Um, how a lot of these events are just events are like rituals and there's some sort of magical aspect to it. And you could look at the way that magic and uh, sorcery and stuff like that is portrayed in the popular media, like through um, books like Harry Potter and stuff like that, or like Hocus Pocus and, and uh, what's the girl's name that uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch. And it's just this like funny, it's this fun thing, you know, this guy has this wand and he could like make a person turn into a frog or something and you ride around on a broom and you chase the golden snitch and it's all good times. And it seems ridiculous, right, that to believe in magic, like nobody believes in magic. You know, there's people ain't out here uh, doing that stuff. It's ridiculous because scientism and the religion of science is pushed so heavily onto us that it's ridiculous to believe in magic. But when you get into um, the people who are really running the show, you'll start to realize that these guys really believe in this stuff. And they're doing like magic rituals all the time. And it's very strange and it makes you wonder, maybe there's something to it. Maybe there is something to prayer and thought and intention and uh, the vibrations that go along with that, like putting that out into the universe in a directed way with, uh, you know, with thought and intention behind it and with a whole massive ritual, maybe something happens. Because they certainly believe that. The, the, the most rich, powerful people in the world truly believe in magic. That's what the occult is. That's what Freemasonry is. All that stuff. And it's it's very strange. And we're being mocked all the time through events like 9-11. You know, 9-11, 9-1-1. The, 
the emergency. It's an emergency. Biggest emergency ever, right? Occurred on the day with 911. And I always thought that even when I was a little kid, I was like, 911? Like 911? Like the number you call when there's an emergency? And you know what's strange? I wish I had it in front of me. I should have prepared this. But the number that became uh, the emergency number for 911, like the year and date that became uh, the emergency line was like the date they struck ground on on the World Trade Center. I don't know. I think that was what it was. It was this very strange connection. And there's a bunch of uh, weird number connections like that with 9-11. And you could go uh, get Zachary Hubbard's book, Number Games, and he goes super deep into that stuff, into uh, an analysis of 9-11 and like, the dates and names that line up with it and the gematria of it. It's very strange stuff. And this is a form of magic. It's a form of Kabbalah magic. It's like this Jewish mysticism that these people are really into. And it's like Vinnie Paz was saying in the song, like, do you guys know about Bohemian Grove? Like, these fools are getting together, doing some magic rituals, man, in the forest, in the middle of the night, dressing up in robes and sacrificing people and burning their bodies. And it's like, dude, what the hell? That's weird, right? Like a bunch of goofballs and weirdos, right? But then you realize that these are like our presidents and you know, pre- uh, CEOs of big businesses and they have a lot of influence in the world. So, so what's going on here? Maybe there's something to it. And then you could go into the ancient religions and uh, like the Bible. Supposedly, Jesus was all pissed at... Um, the the Israelites or the Jews or something because they were sacrificing animals to to false idols and he said nah that's that's not where it's at man like those are false gods I'm the real God my dad's the God and I am him or whatever and um it's just strange you know it's strange that sex like that still exists and and they're still doing it and uh, there's still rituals taking place all the time. And let's get into another thing that we're coming up to in the anniversary of, which is the Las Vegas shooting. Like, we never got no answers because of that, or from that. What happened What happened that day? We still don't know. No, dude, the dude walks into the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. There's more security cameras there than, like, anywhere in the world. And we only get one little grainy picture of this guy. We don't know how he got all the guns in there. We don't know. He has no motive. There was no excuse given. And it's like, dude, and then there were all these people who came out and talked about there being multiple shooters, like a helicopter, someone shooting out of a helicopter. And it's like, we never get a straight answer. And I did a lot of research into that, too, and the connection with uh, the former governor here, Sandoval, his connection with the CEO of MGM. Because as soon as Sandoval left... He, as soon as he left uh, his governor position here, he got a super high-paying job at MGM. And, uh, dude, it's just, man, there's just so much going on, so much bullshit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, what do we do? What, are we going to stop it? It's like, you got to work you gotta i gotta go to work man i got kids to feed and stuff you know like what's the average person to do to stop this we're all just at the mercy of this and uh just trying to have fun right you do what you gotta do to get through the day do your job 
clean the house, do your grocery shopping and your errands and pay your bills. And it's like, we're kept so busy and on such a tight leash that there's no time to look into this stuff. And it's like, why would you look into this stuff and try to understand it when A, what can you do about it? And B, it's like disheartening. It's not fun. I mean, it kind of is fun. It's interesting. But it's like, it's disappointing. And it's it, why would you do that when there's all of these other more fun things to do? All of these more entertaining things. Like, dude, you could just go get drunk. That's fun. Go get drunk with your friends. Go to the bar. Go watch football. Uh, watch any of the bazillions of movies that are like free now. Watch porn. There's so many other things to do. And this is by design as well. And this is what Aldous Huxley wrote about in his book, Brave New World, was to just bombard people with different forms of entertainment to where they won't even care that, that uh, you know, what the government's doing to them, what the powers that be are doing. They don't even care. Just keep them high all the time. Keep them uh, entertained. That's all it takes. <sighs> just crazy, man. And it's, it's, it's crazy because we're, we're coming to this point where um, things are getting pretty serious. Like there's no turning back after this. What happens when the government mandates vaccination and makes it so, I mean, they don't even have to necessarily do that. The way they're going is to make private businesses require vaccination to use their services. If you need a vaccination to go get, Food, like what do you do? And we are seeing more demonstrations and and people resisting it. But what sucks is that so many people are really just so scared, especially like the elderly population, the people who just sit home. They have no concept of the real world because they just sit home all day and watch TV. They just watch the news and they're, they're being attacked and preyed upon by these terrible people, these people who should be ashamed of themselves, who are just peddling this fear porn, and they're dividing families. I know people who, like their their grandparents don't want to be with them. They don't want to see them if they're not vaccinated. Shit, my own cousin said, nobody could see my baby if they're unvaccinated. It's like, dude, fuck off, man. Like, really? Really? And uh, wow, that's just crazy that it's gotten to that point. People are so brainwashed where uh, they're going to they're gonna break off ties with their family and friends. And we saw this all through the Trump administration where the people who supported Donald Trump and, and liked what he was doing or whatever, they were, it was just all this race tension, right? They're just racist. They're ignorant racists. And then... Uh, it's just all these division tactics, and it's so obvious. It's amazing that people fall for it. And then they think, oh, we're going to get Trump out of there because he's a tyrant. And then then what happens? We get, we get Joe Biden in there who's like half dead, half retarded, can't even put a sentence together half the time. And uh, dude's doing the most tyrannical stuff like ever. And it's it's like, dude, how are you guys still falling for this? I don't know, man. It all started when they killed Kobe. That's all I know. Sacrifice Kobe. 
Crazy. All right. All right, the rugged man, Talib Kweli. Learn truth. Check it out. All right, take, Toby. take a piece of America back. It's called Trove. It's called It's called Trove. Trove. Truth. We the last Truth. of the vintage Truth. flow as we carry it on our shoulders I keep my friends close and them devils a lot closer When the freedom riders approach them, they appetizers for vultures Soldiers of fortune and never no match for soldiers of culture My flow is so fucking honest, you said you wanted to hear it, you lied Cause all you wanted was for me to lift up the spirits The truth is too fucking ugly and trust me, the shit got layers You touch me, you think you're tough, leave us toothless as rugby players From Sufis to soothsayers, discussing the true saviors We move with the gangsters, you niggas sweeter than fruit flavors The Bruce Slayer, proving it's futile to hide from as you misguided as missiles or a suicide bombers taking orders from the mullah waiting for karma to pull up they stones is no match for bullets it's rarely ratchets are full of got a race in the mean a lie like the chase in the wood a car car like this honor and being a martyr and a terrorist is the rock stars dodging the Abu Dhabi or dodging the paparazzi still probably as popular as swastikas for Nazis the cops protect the property properly when they crack a head murderers get as cocky as Perseus when they crack a dead I wonder what be running through these crackers heads and why niggas are spilling more blood than Cincinnati cats with the black I take an act of fact, go back to bed Allergic to the fumes, having a funeral for the news Cause the facts is dead The trust is gone from the neocons to Barack Obama America eats young from Casey Anthony to the Octomom wow. Fixing and mix it up like martial arts in the Octagon I spit the fire to burn down Babylon Take a piece of America Death by suicide bomb, Protestants, Bibles, or Quran or Islam. From Genghis Khan to Vietnam, I can smell the napalm. Rape victims, rip stockings, redneck clan members doing church bombings. Innocent fetuses being aborted with no options. Humans, government, ruin them, worrying what weapons could be used to be nuking them. Jesus was crucified in Jerusalem. Slaves treated like property to Pearl Harbor, to Hiroshima, to Nagasaki. Adolf Hitler to every murderous Nazi, to the Gambinos, to the Gaudis, to every mafia atrocity. Child pornography, babies starving and dying in poverty. Serbians fighting Croatians in Yugoslavia. Muslim women being Raped up to 40,000 in the war in Bosnia The 50 million killed in the second world war The government poisoning the minds and the bodies of the babies That are born poor Airplanes blown up by Islamic extremists and religion There's always drama whether worship in the prophet The Muhammad or Jesus More pox than Napoleon Troops dying from typhus From the Spanish flu to the Black Plague Today it's the AIDS virus Bodies in coffins Political extortions Racist mobs murdering Willie Turks Michael Griffith and Yusuf Hawkins Check the murder raiders It's human nature to murder and hate The Catholic Church claim women were witches And burn them at the stake Pedophile Predators attacking 38 Beretta used by Gandhi's assassin 16 bullets in Malcolm It happened uptown Manhattan A homicide Reagan 80s epidemic A cracking soldiers in action Dying in Iraq And never coming back And now let's Take a piece of America Back You will only learn It's called Trove It's called Trove It's called Trove You will only learn It's called Trove 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 Trove With an F a good song too man Ari the Rugged man that guy does he breathe he must be punching in on those I ain't buying it R.A. song's crazy though so uh wow yeah crazy world ain't it he just summed it up right there didn't he Ari the Rugged man's verse made Talib Kweli's look kinda eh Talib's tight though I like most Def better but they're a team. 
So here we are, 2021, September, going into, I guess it already is fall, isn't it? I wonder what's going to happen, man. Like, what's going on here? We know that COVID ain't letting up. Will it ever let up? I don't know. It's very strange. Very strange times we're living through. I hope so. Kind of getting sick of it. Honestly, it's like... Everything's less enjoyable now. <laughs> Doesn't it seem like that? Dude, so check this out. I went to... A, so there's this crazy fire here that I, that I talked about uh, last episode. The um, the Caldor fire is what it's called. And it burnt down all of this beautiful... Such beautiful, awesome mountains uh, up Highway 50 in the Sierra Nevadas, right by South Lake Tahoe. And uh, this dope area called desolation wilderness and it's this just huge granite out uh south of lake tahoe and it's there's all these awesome lakes out there and it's high elevation and just beautiful pristine stuff and uh it's all on fire still on fire and it was crazy like right after this show i don't know if i mentioned it on there if they had done it yet but they evacuated south lake so like twenty thousand something people all had to leave and like now they just got to find somewhere to stay, which sucks. A lot of people are sleeping in their cars and uh, some of them were allowed to go back yesterday and the day before, but a lot of them uh, still aren't able to go home. And um, they had Highway 50 from Carson City up to South Lake Tahoe closed off and they actually had like the military there, like Humvees and shit blocking off the road. And uh, my friend was telling me about his friend who lives up in South Lake and he's growing weed up there and he has this house full of weed. And uh, so he didn't evacuate because he, you know, he has like $100,000 worth of weed in this house. So he's trying to go water his plants and he stayed up there, but there's like military patrolling the streets. It's crazy, dude. Like, and he got stopped, you know, he couldn't go do it. So. It sucks, man. It's crazy when uh, stuff like that happens. I don't know. I've been suspicious of these fires since the beginning, especially when I know they control the weather. They can control the weather, dude. They don't. None of this stuff has to happen. And I just saw a thing with Joe Biden earlier today where he's talking about the hurricane, Hurricane Ida, which is going nuts, dude. Just wreaking devastation across Louisiana, you might have seen these videos coming out of New York City where it's like just so flooded, people cruising around in kayaks through the streets. And uh, of course, Joe Biden comes up, he's like, yeah, you know, storms are going to keep getting worse and uh, wildfires out west, everything's getting worse. And of course, he's stumbling over his words and not making sense. And uh, he just keeps talking about how we got to build back better. Got to build back better. We got to modify our infrastructure. Apparently, he wants to put all the power lines and telephone lines underground and, uh, you know, just rip up the earth. You know, that sounds like a good idea. (sighs) But yeah, like I said, I think it's um, what they do. They use these crazy weather events that they create. They modify these storms. They make it so the wildfires are worse. If not... You know, they could be starting them as well. There's a lot of ways to start wildfires, and how would we ever know? I always go back to the example of what happened in Paradise. Having gone there myself personally, 
I could tell you that this, what happened there was not normal. Things, the things that burned and the things that didn't burn, it made no sense. Absolutely impossible burn patterns there. The classic example is the the picture of the trailer park where all the houses burned, but none of the trees. Unfortunately, by the time I got there, they had already demolished everything. But, um... Yeah, they use all these crazy weather events and then say that it's climate change. And then justify the the whole agenda that they got going with that. Because that's a huge part of uh, the fucking Agenda 21 thing, too. Take everyone's property, everyone's land, your rights, all of that. So, crazy times we're living in, huh? And then we could look at, like, the music coming out, right? Like, like hip-hop. All these albums that have this crazy hype behind them, like Kanye's album that just dropped. Big deal. I listened to it. I listened to a few songs of it. It's like, okay, you're not, he's not even saying anything. Typical douchey Kanye. Like, yeah, the beats are cool. Some of the songs are catchy, but it's like, dude, why do people like this? I don't get it. People will do anything to fit in. I'm convinced that most people don't even like what they like. They just like it because someone told them to like it. Like, that's that's how things go, man. It's that way with fashion, with uh, with music and, and movies and stuff. It's all the camaraderie aspect of it. I'm convinced that's what dubstep is. It's like, dude, you guys, nobody really likes this, do they? You really go home and listen to this? Like, to relax? Like, oh my God. I don't know. I'm not hating on it. Maybe I am. <laughs> but if you're on drugs at like a festival and everyone, you know, all the chicks are half naked and or or totally naked and I can see the appeal in that. And I was thinking about that too. I was thinking about um drugs lately. Drugs are bad. <laughs> like maybe and so is alcohol. Like it's fun and it's cool. Like I drink the drugs occasionally, nothing crazy. Smoke weed all the time. Weed's good. Not all the time, though. And you don't want to be smoking weed, like, a lot, a lot. Like, taking dabs right when you wake up. That's a little much. Because that shit's pretty powerful. But, you know, smoking a little bit here or there, no big deal. Some people can handle it better than others. But, uh, you get into, like... Like if you're drinking a lot, and that's another thing that's that's used to to control us too, because it's easy to just to just drink every weekend or like every night a lot for for a lot of people, and uh, things seem a little better. It's kind of like a dissociate you dissociate from reality, and uh, you know things are a little more enjoyable, but then. Uh, you know, if you're like a binge drinker, you, you drink a lot on the weekends, it ruins the whole weekend. Like you get that hangover that's just like brutal and you feel like shit and it causes you to like, it, it can make you depressed, especially if you're doing like coke and stuff too. It drains all of those chemicals from your brain and it causes you to feel depressed and it, and you just feel terrible. And... uh it really is like a destructive thing. And it's crazy too how it's become so popular and so normal for like everyone to do that. And it's so heavily promoted 
through the music and and whatnot that's like people you know people don't even question it and it's like glorifying these drug dealers is is such a i don't know it i feel like it's all part of the plan too where where the guy who sells crack is hella cool right jay-z Fucking Griselda, the Griselda guys. And it, but fucking every rapper, dude. They all rap about selling crack and just getting hella money from selling crack. And uh But dude, you ever been to the fucking hood where uh all these crack addicts and heroin addicts live? Like we celebrate the dealers, like they're so cool, you know, they're hustling. That's so cool, right? But then you go and see the effects that they're having on their own community. That shit isn't cool. Like, dude, these people are half dead. And then what? And then we, you know, you could go out and you could blame the government, which, yeah, the government is to blame partially. They definitely let that into the community. If they didn't want drugs on the street, they wouldn't be there. They would have never gotten into this country in the first place. Every drug dealer could could be in jail if, if we wanted them to be super easy to find out who's doing what i mean like i was saying earlier they track everything you do you have no privacy so it's like you really think they can't catch who's bringing the drugs in this country you they can't catch the local dealer dude wake up it's all part of the plan they want to destroy the community and then you turn around and you give record deals to the people who rap about selling crack and selling heroin and they glorify it and act like it's so cool and it's like, you know, that's the only way out of the hood. They'll, they'll try to tell you. You either um, sell crack or play basketball. It's like, okay, maybe that's true. Let's say for an instance that's true. I don't know. Do you really want to glorify? It's just weird, man. It's a weird time we're living in and everything is so destructive and like there's very, very few people that you see who are doing things to uplift the community. Like we're we're living in a time where everyone is so selfish and so materialistic and they don't care if they ruin somebody else's life in order to make them their own life better you know and uh where does that lead us can that get us anywhere good i don't think so and you know i'm throw on top of that that hardly anyone believes in god or any higher power or consequence for their actions beyond getting caught by the cops and going to prison uh, if people don't believe in a higher power or that they uh, they should be good to one another, then it's like, what's stopping them from being like that? And this is all by design, and it sucks to uh, see this going down, but I guess all you can do is try to be the change you want to see in the world. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Just because everyone else is a douchebag doesn't mean you got to be one. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big stick in the mud. But there's a lot you can do around, uh, you know, your own town, your own community, probably your own house, your own mind that can uh, make things better. You don't have to be focused outside of yourself all the time. And uh, social media and our phones and like TV 
and just staring at these screens all day, it's not doing anything good for anyone. Like, you got to separate from that, dude, and and take a break from that because that will make you depressed too because you're looking at, you know, take Instagram, for example. You're looking at all these people who have, they're just creating these false images. Like, nobody really looks like that, dude. How often do you see girls that look like that? Hardly ever, right? Or and, and then porn is another thing, too. It's like unrealistic. And what it does is it makes you unsatisfied with what you have. You know, if you, or, or on Twitter, you can go on like NFT Twitter, crypto Twitter, and it's like everyone's making so much money. And then you look at yourself, you're like, fuck, man, I'm broke. I suck. <laughs> and everything's like that, dude. Social media has ruined this generation. And I don't think, dude, without social media, there could be no COVID-19 pandemic. You need that constant updating. You need that that bickering between people where it's like the vaxxers versus non-vaxxers. And they have to be able to like publicly ridicule people they don't agree with. And uh, dude, it's all a weapon. This stuff is all weaponized. And it would never have been given to us, especially at such a cheap price where everyone has it, if it wasn't meant to be a weapon. So distance yourself from that shit. I got to do that myself as well. And uh, you'll start feeling better because when you're like just living in the real world and uh, going about day to day, doing your thing, focusing on yourself, your family, your friends, the people who actually matter, you realize that things aren't so bad. It's not as bad as what they make it out to be on your phone and on your TV and on the radio and all this. It's like, man, a lot of that stuff is just not even real at all. Not even, it has no basis in reality. The only way it's real is on that little screen. That's bullshit to begin with, created by the fucking military to fuck with you. But you go out into nature, none of that stuff matters, man. Then again, everything's burning down, right? Not anymore, they're opening the roads up. I went up to Lake Tahoe yesterday, it was nice, it was beautiful. Did a little skateboarding. So with that being said, Thanks a lot for tuning in. A little bit of a different uh, style today. I just kind of wanted to um, talk about some things that's been on my mind. I think we get into this um, these cycles of being wanted to wanting to be updated with the the newest news, and I think that's part of the mind control system too. To always be hungering for this new information. Once in a while, we got to step back and just think with our own minds and. Uh, kind of look at what's going on and you know where we've been and where we're going and kind of leave these other interpreters out of it cuz that's all these news people are they're just giving you some story and they all they're just doing their thing so it's important to think of things from your own perspective at times too and that's kind of what I want to do today think of things from how I think of shit think of things how I shit stuff and whatnot um, if you want to support me, homagethelionkiller.com, you can, uh, buy some merch, whatever, CD, dude, I got so much new music too, I'm just like putting things off, I wanted to wait till I had more money, kind of put some things into promotion, but I might just put out this album and just say, fuck it, because I want to share it with you guys, it's been so long, it's like, 
I just put stuff out more consistently. Uh, here's a song by Sage Francis, Makeshift Patriot. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Peace out. Nothing, you have not seen a shot by it, and you're waving the damn flag. Frank, what's up, man? Watching some bullshit. On the news. Fucking bullshit. Reported. Trying to win the fucking Emmy. Makeshift patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself at half mass. Half mass. Makeshift patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself at half Shine, which is suitable for a full view of a forever altered skyline. It's times like these, I freestyle biased opinions. Every other sentence, my journalist ethics slip when I pass them off as objective. Don't give me the ethical shit. I've got exclusive explicit images to present to impressionable American kids. And it's time to show this world how big our edifice That's is. That's exactly what they attacked when a typically dark-skinned Disney villain used civilians against civilians and charged the Trojan horses into our building. Using commercial aviation as instruments of destruction. Pregnant women couldn't protect their children. Wheelchair chairs were stairway obstructions i have to backpedal from the shower of glass and metal wondering how after it settles we'll find who provided power to radical rebels the melting pot seems to be calling the kettle black when it boils over but only on our own soil so the little boy holds a toy soldier and waits for the suit and tie to come home we won't wait till he's older before we destroy hopes for a colder border and get a close-up of his head makeshift patriot the flag shop is out of stock i hang myself at half mass how's my hair look makeshift Some other pictures of victims are up. Grieving mothers are thinking their children are stuck. Leaping lovers are making decisions to jump while holding hands. To escape the brutal heat, sometimes in groups of three. The fallout goes far beyond the toxic clouds where people look like debris. But all they saw after all was said. Beyond the talking heads was the bloody dust with legs looking like the walking dead calling for meds. But all the hospitals are overwhelmed. Volunteers need to go the hell home. Moments of silence for firefighters were interrupted by cell phones. Who's gonna make that call to increase an unknown death toll? Behind. He's got a megaphone, promising to make heads roll. We cheer him on, but asbestos is affecting our breath control. The less we know, the more they fabricate, the easier it is to sell souls. There is a new price on freedom, so buy into it while supplies last. Changes need to be made. No more curbside baggage. 7 p.m. curfew. Racial profiling will continue with less bitching. We beautified over who to kill, so until I find more relevant scripture to quote, Addictive 24 hours.
power, candlelight vigils in TVs. Freedom will be defended at the cost of civil liberties. The viewers are glued to television screens, stuck, cause lots of things seem too sick. I use opportunities to pluck heartstrings for theme music. I show you which culture to pump your fist at, yeah. which foot is right to kiss. We don't really know who the culprit is yet, nah. but he looks like this. We know who the heroes are, they're not the xenophobes who act hard. We taught that dog to squat, how dare he do that shit in our own backyard. They happen to scar our financial state and char our landscape. Can you count how many times so far I ran back the same damn tape? While the cameraman creates news and shoves it down our throats on the West Bank with a 10 second clip put on constant loop to provoke US angst. So get your tanks and load your guns and hold your sons in a family huddle. Cause even if we win this tug of war and even the score, humanity struggles. There's a need of blood for what's been uncovered under the rubble. Some of them dug for answers in the mess, but the rest were looking for trouble. Makeshift patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself at half mast. Makeshift patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself at half mast. Makeshift patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself at half mast. It's the makeshift, the patriot, the flag shop is out of stock. I hang myself. Don't wave your rights with your flag. anything, I'm not going to read Time Magazine, I'm not going to read Newsweek, I'm not going to read any of these magazines. I mean, because they just got too much to lose by printing the truth. You know that. What kind of truth are they On anything, even on a worldwide basis. They just go off the stands in a day if they printed really the truth. What is really the truth? Really the truth is just a plain picture. <laughs> 